Salutations, everybody. Salutations. And we're back. Just like that. We are back. We are going to be taking your guys' calls, your questions, and more in this segment. Um, hopefully, we are able to do so. We had five guests, a total of five guests join us last week, all of which were fantastic and substantial. It all helped add to the conversation of what's going on. Uh, you know, I always I always worry about trying to get more callers in, and it's not necessarily about that. It's the quality of the guests that join us. Uh, so salutations, my friends. I don't think I saved that link, but I was going to put it in there, the exclusive members link. Sad part is, is I think you guys understand it. I think I get frustrated because that shouldn't be the only thing we're pushing. You see, there should be all kinds of different things that we're doing to, um, I guess, like get funds, man, to expand like what we're doing. But because that's not the primary purpose of what we're doing to get funds and to get paid, having to think about having to think about that while dealing with all these things is a little frustrating because you're basically working like on a budget. You're balling on a budget all the time and you can't really sit up over here and whine and ask for more money. But uh, that's how this all works. You just got to get the get the job done. You know, what I've learned too doing all this is that God does kind of help. You know, there's this thing called providence. Um, we always want more than we can handle and it gets to a point to where we're given everything we think we want and a lot of people end up rejecting it a lot of people don't really know how to wield that power wield that uh wield that strength you see this is why uh this is why even in the position that we're in you guys hear me talk about how i'm very i'm very grateful right to be in this position to do what we're doing but it is a tremendous responsibility um I'm not complaining. It just is what it is. And that's why every time we've tried to train or, or, or changed or transformed or had to, to, to adapt, I let you guys know what's going on. You see. So very, very interesting days we're in. Uh, <laughs> I'm just hoping we're able to navigate these things. But yeah, this is the second segment. We are going to be joined by you good people and your topics and your questions. Uh, I let out, we, we, we left off basically breaking down or talking about real quick, uh, the Space Force. Space Force, the breakaway civilization, and a phone call I received earlier this week uh, from a friend basically talking about uh, their family member being offed, I think is the easiest way to explain it uh, without giving off any hints. Um, the person you know, told me that whenever, I, if and whenever I did discuss this with the audience, you know, make sure that they are anonymous, you know, because their family's still dealing with this. They don't want any ties coming back to them. But we left off in the previous uh, segment talking about the Space Force, the secret space program, the breakaway civilization, the separatist society, and how, again, I received a phone call from somebody whose family member is in that kind of separatist society, the secret space program world, that spectra, that, that's infosphere and how it seems to me whatever information whatever whatever I was being told it seemed to me like he did not want to go along with the operation and the reason I say that is because 
we all don't really know what we're not being told. You've got to understand that social media, the internet, and all these other things are propaganda tools to get people to think a certain way. So when we kind of go against the grain, doing the research we do, creating this type of uh, network we have, doing everything that we do, you know, it's to go against that. It's to think for ourselves, to create like basically that alternative narrative of whatever else is going on. So to hear that this individual is essentially terminated for some unknown reason, it just makes my my mind start racing. It makes me think, okay, we're seeing this somewhat not necessarily organized collapse of NASA, organized institutions and more, but we're also seeing this push to get off world. And one of the things I've talked about with the coronavirus, these Illuminati agendas and everything else is that's how this works. They're going to blast off to space. And as they blast off to space, release the bioweapons. We're in that weird time period right now. Uh, and so if we can, you know, I'd like to get into things like that. Uh, eugenics, the, the secret space program, the breakaway civilization, the space force, um, UFOs, aliens, all this other stuff that if people want to talk about that, I'd like to. Uh, but I know how the audience is. You know, some people have their own thoughts and we go a certain way. That's sometimes how these things uh, go. But uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and get our first guest on. How do I... Thing loves to act like it doesn't recognize my fingerprint. Yeah, we do this every single day. What is that? Frago... Frago... Oh, nope. Fragos and... Ninfa? Fragos and Ninfa? I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. Fragos and Sinifra. Let's, let's, let's see if we can... Uh, our first guest on, see if like, they can explain that to me. Because I did not pronounce that the right way, I'm sure. We're currently waiting for Frago, Sin, Fragos Anifa. Man, you guys are hearing me butcher this name. But... Um, Yep. Okay. Well, outside of butchering the name, I think it's time to just move on. Go ahead and get another guest in. Let's go ahead and get UFC Beast 3N. UFC Beast. And then we will see how things are. Hello. Salutations, my friend. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. Uh, how are you? I'm hanging in there, man. How's the UK? Yeah, uh, it's, it's just the same as everywhere. We're all trying to hold in, you know. I'm, I'm, sorry, man. My mind's all over the place. You, You're fine. You know, I, I can't, I've been on the the broadcast quite a few times, and you probably know that I asked some um, questions what are all over the place. But uh, I've been wanting to come on. I've been wanting to come on for a while, and I just want to ask a few questions and I know they're probably quite hard to answer because I know you probably don't know the answers to them but I know you put in probably the I know that you, for a fact that you put in more work than me trying to find out this information so I just and I know quite a few people in the audience will probably want to hear this question too mm -hmm. just where do you think this is going to go in the next 10 years because me and myself and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people in the audience have got a brief idea but I'm not. It's it's 
that's a very, you know, that's a loaded question. And, you know, we're already aware of things like Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and Agenda 2050. Um, we did an episode titled Agenda 2020, where we're in right now, where they're setting the stage for Agenda 21. And, you know, to use their own agendas, to use their own words, I think what's going to happen is we're going to see more of that socioeconomic, socio socio-political reformation. We're going to see more of that change. We're already seeing it happen uh, with the Green New Deal. We're seeing uh, 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 renewable energies get put out there, and they're going to make it seem like it's a wonderful thing, but it's not necessarily going to be sustainable. You're going to have yeah. pockets of like wealth, pockets of super wealth. That's why they're already coming up with like smart cities and things like this. You're going to have people like Bill Gates, uh, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, more and more technocrats coming out, creating their own version of what they think of as society to create that weird, strange, dystopian future. Um, we have an article over on our website that talks about Saudi Arabia creating a smart city 33 times larger than New York. And the idea behind this is they've got, uh, they've, they've got autonomous driving cars, you know, they've got robot delivery, they've got um, uh, all the cool bells and whistles, all the things they're trying to push, push to us. But the idea behind that is leaving the previous uh leaving the previous system of what a city looks like of what a town looks like and entering into this new this new world um i talked about on the show how there will be only transhumans in the technocracy and so when you ask the question of where we're going to be in 10 years we're going to be gradually sleepwalked into this position that we go along with this agenda uh does that make sense yeah yeah it totally makes sense it's like it's like they're bringing in the new world order, like a new, there's going to be a new world order because of this event. And yeah. And that's, like, I'm sorry, uh, And, um, you know, I see that they don't, they don't want the community, they don't want communities within towns and villages. They're trying to take that away so much. You see it already now, there's so many snitches about where I live. Uh, I swear down, like, you know, I'm, I'm still going to visit my uh, friends and stuff like that, you know, because why not? And, uh, you know, people just come up to us, you know, you know we're chilling, we're going on walks, we're, you know, you know, people just come up to us and start having a go <laughs> go with us and stuff, and, you know, sometimes I just got to tell them to, you know, laugh off. But... Has, has the mask hysteria gotten to a point in the UK where people are getting uh, masks nah. streamed? Uh, no, no, definitely not. It's not, well, it's just... not like that where, where I live. But don't get me wrong, people, uh, I'm really fearful of the virus, like really fearful of the virus. But um, yes. I haven't got like that because there's still a lot of people who are just like, just get on with it, just, you know, just get on with it. I, I want to pick your brain a little bit more, uh, but there's a sound in the background that kind of sounds like, uh, like, like, like a bunch of gnawing or, or a bunch of, there you go. Oh, that's perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, you got Boris Johnson basically going into the hospital, being baptized right after he's uh, <laughs> got the coronavirus, and now he's changing his whole tune. What are people in the UK thinking about that? Are they are they are they asking questions about the coronavirus, or are they going along no. with the social engineering? Like, how are people's mindsets? No, I'm just trying to uh, drill into everyone's mind about this vaccine, and I'm really trying to, uh, you know, just everyone on arm just trying to make them not to get this vaccine, not to get this vaccine. It's not working, bro. 
really not working. I can. This has made me realise how how stuck like how stuck everyone is. How 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 inside the box it is. Best, it's the best described it. Everyone. It's because people don't know, man. You know, you got to think. People really don't know. We're having this conversation because, well, we've created a, a, a system and an infrastructure to house these type of debates and discussions. We're hoping that people go out there and have these type of discussions in their house or, you know, at, at a bar, on a hike, you know. We're hoping that people have these discussions. But deep down, some people are very afraid to even think of an alternative. I mean, that's what I was trying to mention yeah. in the previous segment. Uh, uh, we can't talk about advanced therapies and alternative healing because it gets shot down. And so people, people, people are more worried about being shot down than getting to the source of what's actually going on. And so that creates fear, creates distrust. It creates paranoia. It creates insecurity. It creates doubt. And so yeah. when, when we get up here and have these conversations, we're not supposed to, sad part is, is I don't think we're going to win over the masses, man. I think, it, uh, 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 as Bill Gates said, a healthy amount of those people, over 700,000 people are going to die or have adverse re reactions to those vaccines. It's those 700,000 people that we can't account for because they're going to willingly take it. It's everybody else that we've got to start trying to uh, consolidate information for to, 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 to figure out how we're going to deliver that to them. Does that make sense? We can't speak. Oh, yeah. every, we, unfortunately, we can't speak for everyone. We've just got to figure out how to come up with them. Um, come up with a plan of action for people like ourselves yeah definitely man i mean uh i think this is a confusing time for a lot of people it definitely is for me but uh you can definitely see the changes that are coming into society and you can definitely see how the linking climate change and coronavirus you can see how they're linking the two i've been seeing a lot of articles uh basically saying how lockdowns benefit the climate and oh yeah stop climate change and all this and i'm like how dangerous is this man like this is going to be getting planted into people's heads like what we're going to be yeah. thinking the people in the uk don't want to come out of this lockdown they don't want to go well, back to work well let me ask you this question because i'm over here in america i'm tripping out about the concept of paying people not to work i've never mm -hmm. heard of that you're incentivizing people to literally not do anything you're telling them to go home die wait for your check from the government and it'll be okay what yeah. are people's uh, what are people's sentiments in the UK about this, about extending the lockdown, about universal basic income, this 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 slave-like mentality that's being propagandized? Um, I mean, talking about the lockdown, I think the way that the UK is handling payments is is good. I think I think it's good how they're doing it. And don't get me wrong, I hate the idea of universal basic income and all of that, but. At the end of the day, this lockdown's happened and people aren't getting paid. So in yeah. the UK, the government's uh, loading out loans to small businesses, uh, big businesses, you know, the job lot. And 80% um, and everyone's getting paid who gets furloughed 80% of the wage through these loans through the small companies. So it's keeping the companies afloat and... People but the money's going to run out. I feel like that's what's tripping. Oh, no. Uh, no, exactly, because how much debt, how how, yeah. how much taxpayer money is going to have to go to this? This is what I'm saying. Yeah, for generations. We're basically talking about, like, indenturing generations for free money now. That free money is oh, going to yeah. be, ch it, it, is going to have uh, chains and debt attached to it 
for our kids or, or our kids' kids. But people don't think like this. It's not just going to yeah. magically <laughs> evaporate because yeah. I mean, it was free for us. When I was saying that, it, it was good, the payment scheme. I mean, it's good for... In my eyes, it's good for the situation what we're in now, but I don't know much about that about the financial system with the government and stuff like that but all I know is that it's going to get a, sh a shitload of people into a shitload of debt and yeah. everyone's going to be fucking broke yeah, yeah. so yeah I'm, mm -hmm. I'm definitely wondering how that's going to work you know um, you know we, I think everybody kind of has that thought of being a number in the social security style system and having to pay into that whole system and being like a just another number I think people kind of get that system but being attached to it and attaching money to it, we're, gonna, we're going into debt and we don't know to who. That's the crazy mm -hmm. part is they're saying, hey, take this, take this. It's all cool. You don't have to pay it back. But we'll, well, what happens when you do have to pay it back? So yeah. there's, there's, there's a lot of – you're right. I'm right there with you. There's a lot of financial aspects to this that I'm not aware of. Um, that's why all I can say is, like, don't take the money. Or if you do, really be careful about the conditions because yeah. there's no such thing as free money. Everything has strings. Um, but – it's a small business is what are, what are taking the money, but what other, but they don't have another choice. They don't have any other choices. They're being left without it. A lot of these comp businesses are being left without a choice. So it's, yeah. So they know how to play the game. Well, in your area, are there shops still trying to, starting to open up? Like, I, I have a, there's places here around me that never went into lockdown. And there are places that did, and they're having a hard time starting back up. And I'm frustrated because I'm trying to help these guys. I want to help them get their store back up. I want to help them get back up on their feet. But yeah, they've yeah. been into the fear. You get me? What about in the UK? Are stores trying to open up? Are people trying to be social? Or are they just staying inside? No, people are staying inside, man. I mean, you go onto the streets and they're empty. People are staying inside. People are taking this shit really seriously over here. And it's really quite scary. To be honest, people are taking this shit really, really seriously. And I mean, in that head, they're doing it for all the right reasons, so I can't blame them. That's what they're being told. Exactly. That's but, what they're being um, told. The good thing is, I mean, your local butcher stores, your local bakeries, they're all they're all doing fine. They're also running. I mean, I live in, in a pretty rural area anyway, so uh, a lot of people... Shop to local butchers and local farm. Go to the local butchers and farmers anyway. So that's that's definitely something I found myself doing. Uh, going to the local butcher, going to my baker, my bakery right down the street, uh, yeah. getting into contact with local people because that's the only thing I can recommend to people. It's such a good uh, habit as well. It's such a good habit because at the end of the day, you're not just giving back to the community. You're actually benefiting you your own health. I'm telling people, bro, you know, you're, you're, I'm telling people, you're voting with your dollars, you're voting with your lifestyle. You go pay some, some big corporation, McDonald's, these big box stores. Yeah, you're helping somebody get a paycheck. But if you go find one of these mom and pop stores, you're helping put a kid through college if they want to send their kid to college. You're helping put braces on a kid. You're helping a down payment on a mortgage. Like you're, you're, you're helping house payments. You're helping someone, not something. But because we've become so detached from that thinking, we don't vote with our dollars. We don't vote with our lifestyle. We think we have no economic power, and we have no idea where our money goes. It's yeah. it's, it's a very sketchy thing. Uh, but what do you want to leave the audience with, man? I love where your head's at. Um, you know, I just hope that everyone stays safe and stays all right, and um, we'll get everyone. We'll we'll get through it. Everyone's going to get through this, and just just think, we're all sat on a phone now. 
just just think there's always going to be someone that's got less than this. So you've just got to appreciate what you've got. We've got. A, I can't say. It, I can't really say it for everyone in, in the stream, so I don't know. But I'm pretty sure you you do have a roof over your head if you sat on a phone. So just, just be thankful for that, man. No, I agree. You got to be grateful for. You got to be grateful and appreciative for the blessings in your life. Not many people are, and I think this moment did. This uh, this this moment brings it to that light. But I want to say thank you, UFC, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah. Be safe out there, bro. Yeah, you too. See you later. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, there he goes. UFC Beast 3. You know, great question. I think uh, the same way that I came up over here and broke down the book of Jeremiah and correlated to what's happening today, I think what I'll do is I'll reach into my, I'll reach into my files and I'll go grab the Agenda 2030 document and come up over here and break down agenda 21 agenda 2030 and what's going to be happening over the next 10 years because that was a fantastic question a lot of people don't think about these things uh they don't know about agenda 21 agenda 2030 agenda 2050 uh codex alimentarius rex 84 all these different things you know project lockstep they don't know about these things you know and so when i when 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 we get up here and we have to come up with our own kind of like vernacular vocabulary it's not our own vocabulary we're using their words you get me sometimes we have to kind of make up for, uh, for 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 things that we don't have but you get what i'm saying we're having to explain what's going on reading their white papers listening to their interviews hearing what they're saying and having to break it down so yeah you know the next 10 years are going to be dramatically crazy and i'm and i'm, and I'm actually very glad the start of that question brings me to what we ended talking about. Right now, people are doing a serious self-audit. They're doing a very, very serious self-audit. They're looking at what they're doing. They're looking at where their money's going, where their time's going, where their energy's going. Are they, are they, again, are they voting with their dollars? Are they voting with their, uh, their, with their lifestyle? Are they eating out every night? Are there pharmaceuticals that they're addicted to? Are they coming from China or are they at least made in America? Why are you addicted to, to pharmaceuticals? Did you kick your alcoholism in the time that you were in lockdown? You see, what's happening right now is that socioeconomic, socio-political uh, socio reformation, that paradigm shift. I'm not trying to say this is a good thing like some people, but I'm trying to say this brings to awareness a lot of things that are going on. I was mentioning beforehand, you know, that there's this uh, local... This local place I like going to and that they're not starting up, even though they've basically gotten the okay. I've been heckling them, respectfully, I've been heckling them for almost two weeks now saying, hey, look, these guys are open. I'm doing a show with these guys. I'm doing a story on these guys. I eat here with you guys before all this happened. Why are you guys doing this? And they're saying, oh, EJ, like, we're just worried. And I'm like, look, your fear is literally costing you thousands of dollars. And I understand it. Like this is your this is your nest egg. This is your baby. But if you don't, if you keep waiting, they're gonna keep they're gonna keep screwing you over. But if you take that chance, well, you're taking a chance. You can come back from that. But you can't come back from waiting. You see. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, again, how to inspire people in my own community to get back out there. But because again, the fear is real. Um, they're listening to talking points. They're listen to the governors, you know, listen, listen to the officials instead of what's actually going on. And I think for themselves, we're having this kind of schism. 
And I know I'm looking at it from my perspective. You know, this is people's lives that we're talking about. We posted about how um, a salon owner in, in Oregon was recently visited by CPS for uh, opening up her salon that, that, that her kids could be taken for her for, for defying the lockdown. So I know there are very real consequences, but we have to weigh these things. And I'm not saying, you know, sacrifice your kids in order to make a couple bucks, but understand what's actually going on, you see. So let's go ahead and get our next guest on. And I'm going to have to uh, kick this baked XOXO up out of there. He'll be joining us maybe next week because a lot of people just want to say stuff. And, well, that gets distracting. Oh, okay. trying to get the uh, the list up. But let's get uh, Aaliyah Israel, Aaliyah Marie, let's get Aaliyah on and give us her perspective. Aaliyah Hi. Israel. Hey, Aaliyah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Holding up. <laughs> I follow, good. I've been following your page for a long time now. I hope uh, I hope we don't disappoint. No, definitely not. Definitely not. You got to get that word out there, you know. What uh, if you don't mind me asking? What uh, what phase did you come in? Jade Helm fifteen, the Dakota Access Pipeline. Oh my gosh, I've been around for at least a year, I would say. <laughs> good, good. Um, so you're right. Right. Whenever we're talking about uh, Bill Gates, vaccines, yes, protests. Okay. Yes, stuff like that. So Good. I don't know, like, it's, you know, I'm very, I'm like a true believer of God. So I know that this is kind of a part of his plan and everything. Um, you know, but it still kind of worries me a lot of stuff, like, especially the vaccination things. Like, what do you what are your thoughts about that? I think everybody like yourself and everybody else I know is worried about the vaccine because we're talking about not having autonomy of our own body i think the whole discussion with vaccines we get into the whole machiavellian approach of things you know where it's like oh the 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 needs of the many vastly outweigh the needs of the few right i feel like that's a problem in and of itself because people don't recognize the individual freedom the sovereignty that they have vaccines are the perfect representation of this if we can't protect ourselves from what goes on in our body do we have any freedom at all Right. So I'm worried. I'm worried about vaccines. Um, this is why we've been talking about it since at least 2000, 2015, 16, with SB 276 and SB 277, mandatory vaccination in, in, in California. Mm. It's something we've been watching on. And the only thing I can think to do is get more and more doctors and lawyers together to come up with vaccine exemptions, because it's yeah. a very real thing. So expose uh, but, that information because also a lot of people don't know what's in the vaccine. They just assume, oh, this is, you know, going to help me with whatever mom, I'm on live. <laughs> hey, mom. Always... Hi. I'm on live. This Hi. guy. Hi. <laughs> Where he's you? always exposing, you know, all the stuff going on. He's wow. a famous Instagram page. So he just allowed me on the live. We're just having conversations about, uh, about health. You know about people's ability to um, 
decide what goes on in their body. The yes. vaccines that they have. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you think it'll be mandatory for everyone to get vaccinated? Or what's your opinion? I don't. I hope uh, my personal opinion, or at least my personal preference is I hope not. And yeah, what I was saying not. before in the first segment is that I, I, I think with everything coming out, the science, Bill Gates, uh, Dr. Fauci, uh, the gain of function research that takes place in China and more, um, mm -hmm. how they were shutting down some of those projects and then they continued them on. I think what has to happen is some of this information has to come out, get to a degree to where we begin to discuss alternatives. I think that you'll have people like Trump saying, oh, you can take this vaccine or you can do this because there's no, you, you can't mandate a vaccine. You, you, you can't mandate somebody to right. take something. Imagine how many people there are in the country right now, over 327 million. Are you going to produce 327 million vaccines? That's mm. true. You see? Yeah. And so I, and I'm not sure if you, uh, I'm not here. Let me see if I can do this. Okay. Oh, hey, mom. Bye, mom. <laughs> She's Hi. Like, no, I'm totally uh, interested. I'm glad you're doing this. I'm going to play a video real quick um, of Bill Gates talking about um, asking for indemnification, knowing full well that some of these vaccines might have adverse reactions. Mm -hmm. um, it's 49 seconds. It's super short. Okay. I'm going to just play it. You're, yeah, you're go more ahead. welcome. Okay. Mm, for some reason, I can't hear. It might be that um, it might not be able to uh, Reduce the sound. play over on your feed. Yeah, so, I do see uh, the video, but the sound isn't. Okay. Well, no, that, uh, that's fine then. But definitely send me that video because we need more information out here. A lot of things are hidden and not, you know, told to the public because, you know, they don't want people to know or worry. So... Well, and I feel like that's, again, like what I'm trying to keep getting out there to people is that they're all alternative, there are alternative narratives, there are alternative therapies, there right. are different things we can do, but because we're being told to go along with things in this direction, we're not. We're, we're only being told this is your default option, you have to go along with Bill Gates, don't look into UV light treatment, don't look into IV therapy, don't look into vitamin C, don't look into yeah. zinc. Don't look into hydroxychloroquine. Don't look into azithromycin. They're not telling Don't... anyone what they need to boost their immune system. They're just telling you, you know, probably going to have to vaccinate soon. But it's, it's, oh. it's, it's definitely uh, dangerous. But it seems like you got a lot going on in there. <laughs> I arena. do. So I don't want to okay. hold you up, you know. It's very You're fine. Noisy. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> but know that I watch your page and I support you 100%. Um, I'll you. definitely, I'm always on. back on sorry about that how do i get on okay instagram mom so oh well talking to me like a white hey, mom instagram mom all right bye <laughs> bye <laughs> i'm gonna all go right. now see you later all right, mom. Nice i'll catch up with you, you. have a good something. one mom i'll talk to you soon <laughs> oh man i love you guys love you too love there you. they go there they go oh man good stuff um <laughs> There you go. There is our guest, uh, Aaliyah Israel, asking the very pertinent question of, will the vaccine become mandatory? 
Um, what I think I will do, and I think this was because of the connection issue, because it's two people trying to share a feed. Um, what I will do is I'll play that quick clip for you guys of Bill Gates asking for indemnification when it comes to vaccines. Now, before I play this clip for you guys, understand that I've been freaking out basically since my birthday in January, uh, whenever they released the Event 201 video. Johnson & Johnson, a representative from that pharmaceutical company, Johnson & Johnson, uh, asked for regulatory flexibility when it came to the manufacturing of vaccines. Fast forward to where we're at now, Bill Gates is running around doing interviews, trying to become the next president, saying that, well, when it gets to this point, when we do actually give people the vaccines, we're going to need indemnification because there's going to be side effects. There are going to be adverse side effects, some side effects, uh, for people getting this vaccine. Let's take a listen. Okay, so people saying there's no sound. There probably is sound. We don't play videos that don't have sound. There probably is sound, but the video quality and the uh, audio quality, the sound on the actual video itself is very, very small. We're already up at like the maximum volume of this. So it's not that there's no audio. It's just very, very quiet. You'll be able to hear it on the replay. Uh, but in the actual video, Bill Gates asks for indemnification, legalese saying, hey, look, you're going to have to pay some people because there's going to be side effects for this. But that's okay because you have to think of the greater good. You've got to think of everybody else. So let's go ahead and get our next guest in, see what they've got to say about uh, these things that are going on. Big Joe Ma. Oh, there you go. Yeah, big what up, Biggs? Oh, maybe. Okay. Big, 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 big. Hey, big your ma, John. What's up, G? Oh shit! Oh shit! What's up, baby? Oh man, my bad. I forgot. One sec. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh man, I'm doing great, man. How's everything going? It's going, man. If you're if you're at work, if you don't got time, it's okay, bro. Yeah, honestly, I am, bro. I didn't think you were gonna call me again, but <laughs> hopefully, I can catch you next time, though. <laughs> you're all good. You're all good. Uh, I appreciate freedom, freedom, man. I'll, I'll catch up with you. Be safe. You too, man. There he goes. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, we have Big Joe on. I think uh, either last week or the week before last. Um, that he was just breaking down how people in Philly feel about all this stuff that's going on. And it's important. 
um, it's important. Um, <laughs> it is always a grab bag every time we get people on the show. And that's why I like doing these Instagram lives with you guys, because a lot of people think that I'm some middle-aged white dude in my mom's basement smoking meth or heroin, you know, shooting crank, watching, uh, I don't know, Fox News or something or other. And so for me to get up over here and add a little bit of personality to what we're doing, you know, it's necessary in trying times like this. Um, and when I say it's a grab bag, right, everybody's got their own thoughts. Everybody's got their own topics. And I'm willing to discuss these things if they are. But um, let's go ahead and get, what does that say? Oh, good Lord. Uh, Neil, Neil Avitin. I'm going to have, let me write this down before it goes away because I will, I will butcher this. Neil Avitin. Shucks. Let's see, uh, let's, let's, let's see how that goes. Neela or Neil Avitin. Let's see. Yo. Salutations. Is it is it Neil? No, actually, so uh, the tag is native alien backwards. My name's Jonathan, though. Bro, oh, my God. I sat up over there and, like, butchered that. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Like, I tried to be all, like, you know, different and shit and be, like, you know, mysterious with it. And now, like, nobody ever gets it right. It's good, though. Dude, not at all. I feel like I, like I butchered that. But you got me. I like that. <laughs> Salutations, my friend. Where are you calling from, and how are things in your area? Uh, I'm calling uh, from Georgia. Okay. So, um, you know, Kemp got us kind of opened up early and stuff. Um, I mean, I worked two jobs. One of them was in service, so it took a hit. And uh, the other one is in uh, grocery, so that didn't go anywhere. So I was, you know, still have a job through all this and everything. Um, but, I mean – you know, people are still out here wearing masks and stuff. There's a lot more people without them, I think. Uh, but, you know, it being a red state and everything, people kind of, you know, you can kind of divide, like, people's political, like, you know, groupings by how they handle themselves out in public and all. So, Well, let me ask you, let me ask you this question, because one of the things I've been looking at with coronavirus, it seems like it's like, it's, there's, there's, there's environmental factors related to the coronavirus. It seems like out there in the east, because it's humid, people are getting like adversely affected. What are your thoughts on that, real quick, before we just like keep going down? Because I'm, I'm just curious. From what I've heard, you know, this is just like any other common affliction that we deal with seasonally. The heat's gonna deal with this in a big way. I mean, right. of course, you know, it, it also depends on how I see personally, I haven't been vaccinated since the eighties when we only had like seven mandatory vaccinations, like from uh, birth to six years. So I skipped out on a lot of that stuff and never got vaccinated for anything else. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill on, you know, the fear with what might be implicated with, you know, getting vaccinated for this. I mean, I, like you were saying, I hope that there's not going to be like a, uh, a mandate for this. Um, I think a lot of it is also because I don't, you know, I follow like around as many pages as I can at this point because there's always new information popping up and stuff. And, you know, I try not to be political about it because I'm not pro Republican. I'm not pro Democrat. I'm pro truth. I'm pro human being, Thank you know, you. That's what people need, I think, to really start, you know, taking notice of is, not only the information suppression, the one-sided, 
you know, presentation. Whether or not you want to follow Q drops or not, like at the end of the day, you're going to have to be, you're going to have to go back to the old school way of researching and understanding the world around you by critical thinking and not going, okay, yes. well, I've been told for years that this is how a virus works and this is how a vaccine works, but negate the thousand years of herbal and holistic means of taking care of ourselves and then just say, well, no, like that all of a sudden in the 20th century can't apply because this is a totally new virus, which we already, we already know that the patents are existing for Ebola and coronavirus mm -hmm. and uh, SARS. So, I mean, the so fact... Just, just to interject, because I, I love everything you're saying, you're right yeah, on point. Yeah. Would, you, would you say that it's a lack of information? Would you say it's just like fear? Like, you seem like you're, you're on point. You know everything yeah. that's going on. It seems like, is, is that it? Is it because people don't know and they're, they're fearful that they don't know there's all, that there's alternatives? Yeah, I agree. Thinking, oh, Lord, it's the 20th century or the 21st century. I have to get a vaccine. There are no other cures. Do you think that's it? I think we live in just, especially since the 60s, we're like every decade, we're accelerating technology in a technological standpoint. Like we're accelerating like two decades at a time, but we're only given so the public's only given so much of that right. information. So I think that, yeah, like we're at a point, I think, medically speaking, where we could revert back to that old age, to that old way of going back to the earth for our means of taking care of our body. And I think we're just, you know, it's that, that oligarchical oligarchy, like, mindset and, and the, you know medicine for profit not medicine for health you know people i still think they put way too much faith in science because they think science would never lie to them but they don't understand like the established uh curriculum that's put out there to the doctors that are treating you like the doctor's well, not a, just gonna lie to so, him. that's what's so crazy about it is, is is you would think scientists doctors they say oh settled science the whole study of science is that you're always learning something new. Nothing's, nothing's settled. Exactly. You're learning something all the time. But because we have this authoritative information, and again, that technological element, it's got to be set in stone. Nothing's set in stone. You should be learning something new every day or relearning different things. But because we live in this, this instant gratification society, we think, well, hurry up and give me my cure. Life in the, and life in the reality doesn't work like that. People don't understand. You have to actually look at the problem and then come up with the solution. They're wanting a, univer a universal and unilateral solution for a wide variety of problems. That's why I try to say, like, we're, 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 we're asking for a political solution to a spiritual problem. Does that make sense? Yeah. Big time. Because, I mean, anybody's willing to divide it by party lines. Like, and that's just kind of like the first thing. Like, if you're out in... Uh, me personally, you know, I interact with people a lot on a daily basis working in grocery. I'm forced to wear a mask at my job. I am kind of like looked at the point of like going into going to corporate for it because I don't believe in wearing a mask. And even to make someone out there feel comfortable, I'm not going to do it. I mean, that's yeah. just my personal uh, position on it. Um, from the what research I've done so far, like why would I want to breathe in carbon dioxide or whatever that I'm emitting? And just like pocket it right there in my face. I mean, I can't even deal with it for more than a couple minutes. I mean, if I'm forced to wear a mask, I wear it underneath my nose because at least I'm getting a, a, a 
clean flow of oxygen. But I mean, that's beside the point. Um, I mean, I really compliance, bro. Compliance. I I know. And that's the thing about it, because me uh, personally, I am just naturally defiant towards authority. It's just how it is. You say, Go I this can't way. fist bump you through the screen, but I'm trying to fist bump 100%, you. One hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. That's just. I, and I really feel like you know, compliance is not a natural human emotion. And like you were saying earlier, like it's it's not about like the greater good. It's about like, I mean, because that's the story that they try to flip on you. Be like, oh, well, you're selfish because you should not want to endanger the lives of somebody else, even if you're right. a citizen. You know, and it's not about that. It's about like trying to like, make you feel like you're part of the problem, that you're going to always be part of that problem until their solution is accepted by everyone universally. And, you know, it, it gets really frustrating because, you know, I, you know, I've been into this truth movement since we're talking like 2007 with this first zeitgeist drop and everything, you know, like nice. that. You know, I watched the towers fall like in high school and remember like the whole thing of like you'll see, you would see on that day certain footage. And then the next week it's gone and you never saw that footage again. And then, you know, I would always kind of like, you know, be having red flags with that. But so anyway, it's, it's getting to a point now where like the truth, like you have truth pages jumping and popping up everywhere. And I really think, and I follow a lot of them. A lot of times I'm pretty quiet on there because, you know, I like to just gauge how, you know, the public as it were in that group is like operating, like what's the group consensus and I guess just speaking out to like other people that, you know, follow these pages is don't let your ego get in the way of yes. finding the truth because yes. there is a lot of division in some of these, you know, truth groups and everybody thinks that they've somehow pigeonholed themselves into being like, I've got the answer. Let me and, jump on that. Let me jump on that because I, I a thousand percent agree with you, bro. I try to stay in my lane as much as possible. And when I hear a lot of chatter like, oh, I can't believe you're messing with these people. I can't believe you're doing with that. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm staying in my lane. Yeah. I'm doing my work. I'm putting out this stuff. I'm, I'm having conversations with you. I'm trying to create dialogue to my own followers. I'm not going over to other people's pages. I care less what somebody else is doing. This is what I'm doing. I'm yeah. over here working on what I'm doing, what I can. And you're right. People within this truth movement, man, we got a lot of people that uh, – they're not clout chasers or, or, or swagger jackers or, you know, star fuckers or anything like that. But you got a lot of people that see this kind of dialogue we're having, create this type of infrastructure we're doing and they're, and they're hating it instead of understanding that you can replicate this in your own life and build upon it. I came into this truth movement, man. Like we started the page back in 2012. We had like a solid Christian basis as like our initial following. None of them helped me out. None of them helped me out. I like evolved into this point uh, because it, because I got so like not necessarily narrow minded, but I put the blinders on. I'm like, look, as much as I want to work with some with everybody in the community, their heads aren't in the game. They're too busy, you know, uh, uh, doing things for likes or, you know, trying to prove a point over here or, oh, this person's a shill or an agent. They're, they're caught up on distractions. They're not doing the work. And that's what people want these days. They want to hear what's happening. How can they help? What can I do? Not how are you feeling? Or, oh, this, guy, this guy's got the truth. It's not about that. It's about what we're collectively doing to go against this, uh, this adversary that's, that's, that's in front of us. But yeah, that's exactly. What about. It's about building that momentum, not like getting ahead of the pack and everything like that, you know, because this is a collective effort that, you know, people, luckily, you know, there's been a little bit less censorship, it seems, you know, it seems like there's pockets of, you know, good days or bad days where things are getting out. But, you know, 
One question I have for you. Uh, so I was, I went to school for history that like, you know, molded me into like a research machine at the time. So I know how to do research. One of my biggest questions, because like your page provides like 10 paragraphs, you know, worth of uh, information for every post, which I mean, that's good because it's at least giving perspective and everything like that. And not just saying, Hey, the WHO says this, or, you know, Fauci said that, you know, it, it, it kind of goes a little bit deeper, which I appreciate. Thank you very much for that. Um, do you have any suggestions about how to verify your sources better? Or do you have like any search engines that aren't compromised that can be a little bit more, you don't have to worry about taking things with a grain of salt because one of my, one of my problems that I come into when I'm trying to talk to somebody about something, I'll have that information up here, you know, and it's like a, an abridged version and stuff. And I'm giving people like, information that's countering what they think is going on but then they go well what's your sources well where are you getting that from and it's like okay and the, the throwaway you know response is like oh well you heard it on the internet huh and then that's it you know and they move on well yeah we live in the information age that is the one of the benefits to you know the the internet and the technology we have is we can you know send and receive information a lot quicker do you have any suggestions on how to vet that information better? Because, you know, most people will go to, oh, Snopes. So I'm like, well, Snopes is run by X, Y, and you don't need to even go to them. Or they'll go to federal uh, funded or politically biased pages that claim to be fact checkers. And you kind of, you know, of course, they're going to like, you know, support the narrative that they want. Our process, our process as far as like, we could probably have like a better fact checking process. The easiest thing I can say is like the sources we have have come mm -hmm. from at least like several years of being in this position. I don't want to say we've been fact checked up until this point, but we have, we've been censored. We've, we've had post deleted. We've had a lot of things done to us over the course of being here. And in a weird way, that's kind of shown me what I can and cannot post show me yeah. what is, who, who's actually like doing the truth. Who's actually breaking down the information uh, and how it all gets put together. Our sources, and this is how like things are set up. That's why sometimes the articles are super long. There's a lot of references on these on, on like every single post. You can find it if you actually go to the website, go to the article. A lot of these things have have links or references or all kinds of information in it. So when we do get fact checked, either by USA Today, uh, MSN, you know Yahoo, whoever the heck fact checks us this week they have to sit down because to a degree, like we actually are being very truthful. You see, like whenever, all this, whenever all this stuff started, we got fact checked by USA Today. They said that event 201, and this is how crazy it all, all happened. They said event 201 actually did occur. Johnson & Johnson were, was available, that it was organized by Bill Gates, but they did, they, they basically confirmed everything we had reported on with event 201 that they, mm -hmm. other than this particular strain of the coronavirus, so whenever they do things like that, that kind of lets me know that why are you going out of your way to confirm everything but this variation? Exactly. Does that it's, make sense? The critical thinker is going to pick up on that. And it's mm -hmm. the, the, a lot of times I think, you know, people are, they're comfortable with the, with the position that they're given, even if, you know, you throw them a, a curveball and say, well, now you have this, you know, uh, COVID-19, you got to, you know, self-quarantine and this. 
give people a few weeks, whether or not like they were given the $1,200 stimulus and that like held them over or they never lost their job to begin with, people will get comfortable into a, and acclimated to a situation a lot more easily than they will give themselves credit for. Like before they know, oh, two months have gone by. Yeah, this, yeah. And, and they'll start to, any kind of questions I think they have, they just go right to the first source that they've always been raised to go to, and that is the news. And people, I think a lot of times, just also have a lack of initiative. I mean, yes. this, this kind of stuff is not just clickbaiting or watching a couple YouTube videos and saying, oh, I have all the answers. Because that, one thing I can guarantee about myself and pretty much about anybody else on this planet, you don't have the answers. You have like the reality that you're manifesting and that you're understanding presently and you can either choose to reject what doesn't fit for you or yes. you can then accept it and then be led to wherever they want you to go. But I mean, yeah, man, uh, I'm actually kind of new to this uh, particular page, like probably like only about like four months or whatever. Um, That's perfect. Yeah, dude, I love what you're doing. Please keep it up. Um, this was like a really uh, awesome talk and stuff. I didn't want to keep up if uh, other people are. You're fine, uh, you're fine man. So. This is why we do these types of things to give the audience like a platform. That's like, yeah, that's man. Something that's something you're always going to hear me talk about. Like whenever I get up over here, I'm not here for myself. I'm here to like create this platform for the audience. You know, I've already, we've already got the, the podcast. We got the page. That's cute. This is for everybody else to give people like yourself a platform. So thank you for joining <laughs> us. Sure that and, you're giving, uh, giving people that ability and stuff. Um, I guess like one more question, like if you have any word of advice, like, uh, I've had people like family members, like kind of like eh, turn me off and everything. And it's like, I feel I articulate pretty well and stuff, but then there's, you know, people will dig their claws in and they'll just say, absolutely. Like if you're talking like this crazy talk, like you're, you know, they, you know, will say you're the one that's living in fear and everything. Do you, um, I mean, do you have any suggestions on how to break that? Like, or do you just kind of treat it with compassion and understanding? And then just when they're ready, do you allow them to come to you or do you, keep kind of hammering away at people's at the wall that people put up to that. I got, I'm not sure how much time I have, so I'm going to, I'm going to let you go. So the timer can top down yeah. and I'll answer it on the other side. That's what's um, up. I'll answer. Yeah. I'll answer on the other side, man, because I, I, I definitely want to explain that. Um, yeah. Real um, quick, look out for your uh, lives and stuff, man. Maybe I'll like try and pop on here again or something sometime. Every, every Tuesday. Uh, what did you want to leave the audience with? So I can answer your question. Oh, bless up. Be well, take care of each other. Don't right, live in <laughs> I, I appreciate you for joining us, man. I'm sorry. We, I wish we had more time. Uh, Not at all, man. I could, I could go on too. I'm sure. Yeah, we could yeah. have like a good conversation week, on all this. Join us next week. Totally. For sure. Uh, I'll talk to you guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Be well. Uh, I, I feel bad kicking off a native alien, but I wanted to get the timer down because I'm not sure how much time we have. And that's a fantastic question to end it on. Uh, what to do whenever you're dealing with cognitive dissonance? Whenever you're giving people all kinds of information, you're explaining things, you're trying to be coherent, you're laying things out in like a, a simple, digestible fashion, yet regardless of how much information you're giving to them, they don't want to hear it. What I've learned to do is, I, and you guys see this, even being in this position, if you can't get mad, the easiest thing I can tell you to do is match your level of awareness with preparedness. So guess what? They're going to recognize whenever you get storable goods, whenever you get a garden going, whenever you start taking care of yourself, when you're popping vitamins, uh, whenever you're taking supplements, whenever you're getting yourself healthy. We can sit up over here and try to explain these things to people as much as we can, 
But unfortunately, people learn by example. They learn whenever they see people living and, and, and doing differently. Um, how do you deal with people who, 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 who had cognitive dissonance? And it's, a very, it's very real, especially in times like this. Um, this is why we've talked about the social pressure, the mask shaming, the guilt tripping, the virtue signaling. All of these things are based in the lower forms of emotional responses. They're using lower level uh, energetic understanding, energetic awareness. If you can just learn to operate up here, like I said before, don't get frustrated and mad at these people. You gotta kind of leave them where they're at and then give, again, create that narrative. They don't know anything different. They've been told, hey, shut down when you receive new information, don't go look it up. They've been told to do that. So what we have to do when we're providing them with this information is not only give it to them, but show them where it leads lead by example, right? Give them the information, give them the tools, give them the resources. If they want to remain ignorant, that truly is a choice, you know, and it's going to suck seeing them there, but it's only going to be temporary. And that's what you've got to remind them. This, this, this moment they're experiencing, it's only temporary and they're going to ask for more, but you've got to figure out how to set it up to where they're curious. You can't offer them the tools. You can't give them everything. They've got to want it too. And that's what I'm figuring out. I wanted to talk about creating value, sovereignty, individual freedom, and things like this because it ties into that. But how do you get people to want more? How do you get people to care? This is what we talked about last, uh, last year, the nihilism and the apathy and how pervasive it is. Fast forward to where we are today, we're talking about cognitive dissonance whenever people are exposed to new information. We're learning that the virus itself is less deadly but more contagious, but they don't want that. They want to be validated in their fear, validated in their hysteria. We can't give that to them. We've got to pull them down, walk them back, and explain some of these things and say, hey, I know you want the fear because fear is sexy, right? Courage isn't. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure out a better way to explain these things in the future. But I want to thank all of our guests for joining us in this very, very special edition. I will be back again, Lord willing, censorship-free and coronavirus-free next week. <laughs> but if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by joining our patreon.com forward slash freedom faction operation. Like I said, we should be coming up with an app, uh, but we're having to fight censorship. That's why we should be coming up with an app. So we don't fight censorship. Crazy, right? Support us so we can support you. Vote with your dollars, vote with your lifestyle, and let's just get it on. Let's just get the work done. That's why we're here. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into this edition. I will be back again with you again next week coronavirus-free, censorship-free. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Zero, Freedom Faction, out. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.